Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our Friday episode. One good question, 50% facts, and I'm here with our guest, Oliva Mambi. And we're going to dive into a question. If you want to get involved, we take one question from Discord. So you got to go to goodcompanydiscord.com. There's a tab on the left. If you don't have Discord, it's an easy app or web browser. Basically, it's a group chat mixed with a forum. So it's just for good company, 50% uh, facts listeners. It's all like-minded folks. So join in. On the left, there's a tab called One Good Question. You can ask a question and have a chance to be featured on an episode and today. We got a... Uh, I don't want to fuck your name up, bruh. Yusuki the Da God. Okay. Uh, I know there's a lot uh, out there about hybrid training, but have anyone else ex- have experience being a locally competitive powerlifter and a runner? How do you balance it? Uh, I feel like uh, one has to go, especially if I need to shed some pounds. So Mombi does a bunch of stuff. He's powerlifted for years. He's done a little triathlete. He grew up doing some rowing. Um, I myself have not done extra uh, long distance marathon running or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I've been a strength and conditioning coach forever, which is like a similar balance when you're talking about building muscle, fatigue management, and, and managing someone's general body when they're in basketball training season, rugby season, et cetera, other things I've worked with. Um, and then me, myself, I've experimented obviously with bike rides up to 10, 20 miles a day, three to seven days a week, um, which again, isn't on some Lance Armstrong shit, but we're balancing it. Um, and my first answer to you, buddy, before we go to Mumby and see what he thinks, my first answer would be, um, they actually don't have to give, uh, depending on genetics, obviously, and then how extreme you take anything, uh, and overall training years. Now, if you've been training for powerlifting for a decade perfectly and you're at the absolute cusp of being the best powerlifter in the world, you're a 180-pound kid and you're deadlifting 700, benching four, deadlifting 700, and now all of a sudden you want to dive into some endurance training, you're probably going to suffer based on pure fatigue. Um, our body, our mind, our calories can only handle so much. And so, yeah, if you're so optimized in a certain sector, something will give there. Um, body weight, I wouldn't actually necessarily say plays a role unless we're going something very extreme and you're doing running up to a hundred, 200 miles, then it's obviously going to play a role. Or if you want to be again on the opposite scale and you're trying to qualify for the Boston marathon, yeah, the likelihood of you being over 220 pounds body weight is going to be rare. But if your training age one isn't, you know, locked in and I know it's going to hurt everyone's ego but you have to truly be self-aware and see how locked in you are if you aren't eating right sleeping right following a program to the t for six years in powerlifting or in the the endurance sport running i guess was his main question you're probably going to be fine uh you might have to adjust your calories you might need to eat a little bit more right because you're going to be running more and expending Mm -hmm. more calories um you might have to adjust when you train um if you're used to training in the afternoon and then you want to run in the evening, that might get weird. It might help to do your squats, bench, and deadlift 8 a.m., get a full day of breathing and, and meals in, and then get your running and get your miles in at night. Um, again, if you're following programs with both, it's going to help. But unless you're really trying to be elite, elite at both, and this is going to sound mean, but if you have um, bad work ethic, bad genetics, and you're just like kind of an average-ish dude, then you can just easily cruise average being both. Um, and then same with the elite genetics. Like if you have the elite genetics, because a lot of people like Nick Bear and some of these, like Nick's mentally built different for sure, but even physically, like, I mean, he's Captain America. Like he, he doesn't, he's not built like the rest of us um, physically or mentally. And, you know, he's, sorry, Nick, buddy, he's getting a little older in age. So he has these training years. He's old like me. We, we know our bodies so well. 
But even that, uh, his running, I think, is a little bit more elite than his lifting. Although he's very strong on an average level, he's not an IPF world champion level lifter and he's not an IFBB level bodybuilder. So you can be pretty good at those. His physique's great. He looks fucking dope and he's strong as shit. You know, he's pulling 600 pounds, like not to take away his strength level. He's very strong, um, but he's not Russ Swole. Yeah. He's not at these high ass levels and then he's not Cam Haynes on the other end. Although I do think it probably in the spectrum his running is probably a little bit more elite than his. I don't know his running numbers offhand, but I think they're a little bit more elite than his lifting. Um, but again, he's he's a really good athlete, and he's really mentally tough as shit. So then he can be an 8 out of 10 runner and like a 6 out of 10 power lifter. Um, but even for him to be a 10 out of 10 runner, he'd probably have to, and he has, you can see it physique-wise, he drops some muscle, he drops some weight. So for him to turn that way up, yeah, maybe you're not deadlifting 600 pounds anymore. Yeah, and I think for a lot of people, that's like, that's okay. You know, it's like kind of when you realize that powerlifting kind of, it can ask a lot of you yeah. in a competitive sense. And if that's not worth it, you want to do other things and absolutely go for it. I think people maybe sometimes don't quite realize how little volume they need to actually like just progress. Oh, or maintain. Absolutely. If you're strongish, maintaining is the easiest thing yeah. on the planet. You yeah. saw how I deadlifted yesterday. I did one set. Yeah. <laughs> I did one set kind of hard, yeah. but I, I'll pull over 600 any day of the week. hundred yeah. percent. And, um, I know, I know we were talking about this the other day, but like some advice I got earlier on in my lifting career, if you can call it that, is um, just try and progress like as slowly as possible, as consistently as possible for as long as possible. Some people really, really want to push to like, they want to, I know it's their social media will help and they can leave their job if they're posting videos and then deadlifting 700 every day and get sponsored by a brand. But um, mm. if you want like, a, I'll be very curious to see where all those kids are at in 10 years. Yeah, physically or mentally. Yeah, versus you who hasn't been injured. Um, yeah. And I think that, yeah, if you kind of just dial it down a little bit, ask yourself how much volume you really need and then you can creep in some volume into running and you keep the running easy. Yeah, you and can, same thing with running, right? Yeah. Like you don't want to just hop out there and hop on no. a marathon program if you're no. used to walking a mile a day. Yeah, and like, yeah, like milk it. 100% and I, I made that mistake the classic thing I was like a 230 pound power lifter and started running really hard during first lockdown in the UK and tore my calf yeah of course it went something's uh, gonna give went blue and black kind of across the band of it and I still have problems with it now if I kind of don't treat my mileage properly and because I think that's something to bear in mind with the transitioning is powerlifting builds a lot of the tissue kind of from the knee all the way up yeah and you can get a lot of meat on you and then mm. everything from the knee down to the ankle which is going to be a lot of the stuff that helps you in being an athlete and being yeah. able to run and gait is going to be a little bit more underdeveloped. So definitely take some time to like do your calf accessories, do Achilles work, do foot stuff, um, to really, really get that ankle complex strong yeah. so it can take your weight. And also I know it's just running as the goal, but definitely consider like some cross training. I think at the start, because I was training for a triathlon, I really didn't um, fully appreciate how much cycling helped me. Cycling is a non-weight bearing sport. Yeah. So you're not going to tear your calf doing it. You're not going to injure yourself anywhere near as much as you will running. You can really hammer away, like, like bash away at the miles in cycling. You can build your engine, build your VO2 max, all the zone two goodness. And then you can just start upping the running as your body adjusts to it. A lot of people haven't gone into like different circles of strength and conditioning. And so like powerlifting has exploded over the last 10 years. So people nerd out about RPEs and 
straight sets versus you know all these different things but a lot of those guys don't have a strength and conditioning background and then they'll follow someone who's so into endurance training so they'll follow campaigns and see what all these people are talking about running but there's some a lot of data and a lot of science on general strength and conditioning that people just either don't know ignore or don't talk about like simple things like that like when you're talking about endurance training or becoming a powerful athlete or being overall just more athletic um there's basic rules that have been known and do work so running long distance true aerobic capacity Mm. is built through anaerobic training and aerobic training doing sprints helps your long distance running doing long distance running helps nothing but long distance running so same idea yeah if people are just wanting to deadlift singles and then run 20 miles you're missing a whole spectrum of benefits from doing something like sprints on a salt bike different modalities with your body even just higher rep sets that's where something like cross training maybe yeah. like for for deadlifting yeah doing lunges 50 yards probably is not necessarily going to get you too sore to do something like that but you start to build up work capacity and strength endurance in different modalities to now be a more well-rounded athlete probably will build that gap in the bridge between because now we're talking literally opposite sides of the spectrum running 20 miles and deadlifting a one rep max uh there's a lot of different things we can sprinkle in there and and then uh your advice is great yeah not necessarily start slow and don't push yourself um but you don't got to go zero to 100 for sure absolutely yeah and running is just different because when you're powerlifting, the weight on the bar automatically makes you progress slow if you're a beginner, you just don't have the technique or the the, the, the neuromuscular coordination to deadlift 500 pounds. So you're going to deadlift 315 and then slowly over time deadlift 500. But when you're running, the only thing that's really stopping you is your brain. Yeah. Right? So like if you're Absolutely. a psycho, yeah. you can just go out there and you could run a marathon. Yeah. That that was my, my problem. Yeah. yeah. Was like, and I'm you're going to get fucked to, up. Yeah. It's like I was bored of not training as much from the lockdown. So like, let's go. And yeah. All the carbs you, from all the double stuff Oreos. You're ready to fucking. <laughs> exactly. All the saltine crackers. Move and yeah. zoom absolutely in it all right uh hit him so mumby for those that don't know if you're just following on friday and didn't check out the long episode he is our designer he works with a ton of different fitness brands bar brands different companies around the world helps them build their branding their story and also the graphic design the overall look and culture of a brand and he helped us a good company um and he's been in town chilling with us if you guys are interested in any of his services uh he has taken people where can people find you buddy you can find me at Munby Design on uh, Instagram. That's M U N B U Y. DMs, shoot your message, whatever. DMs, all good. Instagram's the best platform for it. Ladies and gentlemen, 3SB.co. If you want some luxury training gear, some high quality gym and streetwear, always available. GoodCompanyDiscord.com. And I'm Solomon Mike. Where you want to find me? And so, actually, this short episode precedes our long episode with Ollie. So, um, check out Wednesday's episode for the full deal. Um, where we do a, a lengthy compare and contrast essay. I am at the Jim McDean. All the social media of the show is 50% facts, where percent is a word, and 50 is just numbers. 50% facts is a Spreaker Prime podcast in association with iHeartMedia on the Obscure Celebrity Network. And we'll talk to you on Friday, or Wednesday. <laughs>